This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Audio Sound Effects Library Volume 3, Amusement Park Sounds. Section 1, Isolated Roller Coaster Sounds. Part 1. Two men on a roller coaster. Oh, look down there. Look down there. Whoa. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. That's a public domain. You can use that in your <laughs> student films if you'd like. Use that in your wedding videos that you've been producing for a little cash on the side. When one of your relatives inevitably says, it's been a roller coaster ride, <laughs> following the love of these two, the union of these two. That would be the first time. That would be when time. you would cut to stock footage of a roller coaster, mm -hmm. and you can use our royalty-free roller coaster sounds. <laughs> We should say it's royalty free and then come after everyone <laughs> later. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm very sorry. Uh you do not have premiere. You do not have Adobe Premiere to use that music. <laughs> What's up guys? Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Ooh, it's gonna be a hot and heavy one. <laughs> what does that mean in terms of podcasting? You know, I don't actually know. I couldn't really tell you. Uh huh. Um, so I was at this show on Thursday. I had oh. a show. I saw my friend Sandy, who has a podcast called Motherfuckers, because him and his friend are new fathers. So they have a, a podcast about that. That's great. And he's very. Motherfuckers. That's yeah. so funny. He's friends with. Uh, Paulie Shore, and we actually saw him oh, at, at that, the birthday at the party. birthday party. Yeah, that's great. I think you two would get along very well. He's like you a lot. Is it is the like iTunes version like censored? Is it like mother beep 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 beep? Is it like symbols? I don't know, but I would be interested to see how many asterisks are in that name. <laughs> um, but he was like, "Don't you have a couple podcasts? Don't you do things with like live streaming and stuff like that?" And I was like, "Well, kind of. Yeah. I, I have seven podcasts." Well, um. But it's just the one with me and Zoe, and then the one with me and you. And mm -hmm. he was like, "Well, what's that one about?" And I was like, "Hmm, about." All right. Well. Oh man, how do you even? That's the thing. It's like I'm I'm starting to get. <clears throat> I feel like we have to say something, but I honestly don't know what that what that is. Sure. 
It's very confusing. It's just stream of consciousness from two wacky boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was easy enough. Yeah. That's good. Okay, it'll be that from now on. Yeah. We should change the bio because our, Dude, our bio I know. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> I saw it the other day and I was like, eh. The commentarium. <laughs> we have like 200 episodes. How many commentariums have there been at the I end know, of every I know, man. Month? The thing is, is like we started this podcast at a... Were we still at SourceFed? Oh, yeah. Okay. So once we started to get like ambitious was when SourceFed ended. Right. And we were like, we got all the time in the world, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're going to do commentaries to movies. Uh-huh. We're going to do a 36-hour live stream. We're, we're going to take you guys grocery shopping with us. We're going to go to the fucking, uh, the uh, Manchester, the, what is it? The Winchester Mansion. Winchester Mansion. We're going to go to the Winchester Mystery House. Remember that video of the two boys that <laughs> showed <laughs> <What>? up? <laughs> that was my favorite. It's so good. Um, but yeah, man. We By got, the way, uh, we'll be at the Winchester Mystery House sometime su- Sunday, maybe. And Meet the us date there. is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> we should still do that someday. We'll make good on that someday. I'm I, just going to say that, even though we're both busy as fuck. I need to go there, and I need to listen yeah. to that song in those rooms. Well, it's the only way I'll get Owen to like do anything on a podcast ever again. Because he loves the, the Winchester Man. He could come and be our tour guide. And that we would could be film great. it and have everyone show up and just not tell anyone the day that we're going to We be should there. all have cameras and we should just be filming Owen. That way he'll, he doesn't have to touch a camera. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to He do will anything. have to edit it for sure. He certainly will, but he'll have a good time there. Dude, we should wear, do you remember Fear, not Fear Factor, but what was the one on MTV where they made him sleep in like abandoned oh, yeah, insane yeah. asylums? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Fear that. time. <laughs> Scary time, boys. Fear nights. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in every Saturday at 10.30 after Beavis and Butthead. It's scary time during the night with MTV. <laughs> <laughs> we should wear those cameras that face us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the ones that were like the movements real the weird. Very dizzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look for orbs. Um, I would love to look for orbs with you, Mike. I, I would, would want nothing more. It would more. be an honor <laughs> to look at orbs next to you. Um, I do love how on iTunes it says that uh, it mentions like Cloverfields as yeah, our yeah. like like this is yeah. Don't it, worry, it's just like Cloverfield. It literally because says you've obviously that. heard that. I'm gonna pull it up right now so I can read what it says to everyone. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun. It's very accurate, and it's um. Uh... It's accurate for like maybe one percent of the population, less. Right. <laughs> Dynamic banter. Here we go. Let's take it. Let's take a look at how we're doing, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're number ninety-seven on the top one hundred. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I can't. I can't see where we're. I wonder at. if we've ever been on the top one hundred. Weren't we? We were uh, for comedy. We were high up there for a while. Were we? Yeah. At first, we were like. Number five on comedy podcasts What? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. I don't remember a lot of things, man. Let's get this podcast to number six. Okay, well, at least the first sentence here uh-huh. is... <laughs> is it good? At least the first sentence is pretty good, yeah. What's it Are you ready for this? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll bite. Mike and Steve aren't just comedians from Los Angeles who think they need to be on another podcast together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're friends. <laughs> But then the next sentence is completely out of date, and we have to change it. Well, 
pleasure. What started on the Cloverfields podcast will continue here on Dynamic Banter. Which means... Nothing to no one. Each week, Mike and Steve will tackle a different topic on their way to the Commentarium, a monthly movie commentary episode. Yep. There's 116 episodes of Dynamic Banter. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Uh, and there's... Oh, this is the 116th. 100, well, no, this is the 117th. 117th. That's what I meant. Um, and... Uh, there's only, like, what, two Commentariums? Yeah, but they're pretty good. They're good. Actually, there's three. There's <clears throat> Big. There's Cloverfield. Blues, Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and Blues Brothers 2000. Blues Brothers. <laughs> It'd be great to do Blues Brothers. Did we do that, the one with your friend Dude, on Cloverfield? I'm or telling was it you. This one? Oh, you're right. It, I think it was Cloverfield. I think we have one. The John Goodman one? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's Penny Marshall. Well, there's one episode here called The Cloverfield Paradox. That's just about how confused we were about the movie. I love that episode 79 is called The Christmas Episode, and then episode 80 is The Other Christmas Episode. (laughs) (laughs) There's some good titles early on in here. The Jingle Horse. This is our clip show. That made my throat mad. The Mario Man. It's not even about the jewelry. <laughs> that's still that's the hardest I've laughed in a in a long, long time. And normally somewhere on this podcast is the hardest yeah. that I've laughed. Um, but that episode specifically. What about Mike agrees to watch the Rocketeer with Steve? That never happened. That has never happened. There's a four boy P cast with Andrew Delman and Elliot Morgan. There's one called What's Wrong with Steve This Time. (laughs) That's one of the most popular ones. What's Wrong with Steve This Time? The video one of that. Oh, right, I think it's the one that Autumn did. Oh, man. Autumn killed it back in the day. Remember that? Before she was stolen from us. (laughs) We're still hot about it. She's killing it at Sugar Pine 7, though. And honestly, Um, her career, you know, and we're being selfish. We were holding her back. Yeah, we really, I mean, honestly. With our, uh, our filth, our internet filth. Well, with our lack of... Uh, proper fundage. Yeah, because that's true. we were because we, we don't have a Patreon. Her, yeah, um, Mackenzie Stiff. That's pride, right? Not having a Patreon. I you think have it one is. too many yeah. Patreons. That's a that's too <laughs> yeah. much, and this is a sense of pride that we. Uh, that's why we thank God that we have uh, sponsors on this show. I know, man. And I don't mean to talk for both of us, but I thank no, the Lord Almighty. It's the only reason why the show is still going. Autumn, come back. We'll give you ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it. That's it. We'll give you one and you installment work for, us for ten years, a thousand dollars a year. One that's easy great. installment of ten thousand dollars. Yeah, baby, worry. <laughs> Quarters. Uh, the one where we lose our sponsors. Genetics banter. Dude, there was one. I went to uh, lunch with a friend yesterday, and he was talking about how there was one episode where we were doing. I was talking about Delman making bread. And doing the impression of Delman. Yeah. And then he thought like that was funny in itself. And then we called Delman and he was like, it sounded exactly like the impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Delman is a constant source of entertainment. Oh, absolutely. He's such a funny guy. Do you get texted by him on the regular? Yeah, and it's so weird. His texts are so random yeah. and strange. Yep. It's my. He's listening to this right now. Going, I don't do anything random and strange. Do you use Belkin products? 
<laughs> Literally, that's the text. <laughs> Haven't heard from him for weeks. <laughs> he just get dude. Delman's a no bullshit guy. He gets straight to the point. Mm. He gets straight to the point. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He he. You know why he just says Jesus <laughs> products? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have time for small. He talk. doesn't have time to say hey, how you doing? Because before he also that, care. yeah. <laughs> but there's also like. There could be upwards to four to six texts <laughs> before you would get to do you use Belkin products. <laughs> but not with Delman. He's For, very Not efficient. with Delman. He yeah. goes straight to the point. I don't got a lot of time. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to I'm just trying to find out about Belkin products. And the other thing about Del- texting Delman is is he you have him. Uh-huh. <laughs> while he's asking you this stuff. Yeah. But the second he has his answer, yeah. he has completely forgotten your text <laughs> even exists. He's out. You don't talk to that dude about two things at once. No, 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 no. You and got you, him you got him for the until that problem is solved. Yeah, you have him for what you texted him for yeah. or what he texted you for. No yeah. more, no less. Call him up. <laughs> What time is it? Ten o'clock in the morning. Ten thirty in the morning. Call him up. He's really? under. Should he's under him? a van again right now. I'm gonna call him right now. Okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, a little <what's>... early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is he go. still making bread? Let's find out. This is stuff we'll find out together. This stuff we'll find out together, Mike. This bit is made possible by me taking little tiny bites, buying myself some time. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, Delman. Uh, what a wonderful quick pickup that was. I was editing some pics on my phone already. <laughs> <laughs> Getting down to business. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Listen, buddy. No time to waste. You are on Dynamic Banter with Mike Falzone and myself. Hi, Delman. Hello. What an honor. I love you. We were talking I'm, about you I'm and we here. missed you. Were your ears twitching? No, but I was taking a, a number two earlier and listening to Mike's new hit track. Hell so, yeah. Oh, is it fire? Yeah. Oh, good organic integration, <laughs> Delman. It's it's the song that defines our generation. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's it's so you, it's it's you and me. It's, it's us. Is it the aughts <laughs> version of We Are the World? Uh no, it's are we past the odds now? Or is it still the odds till the 20s? It's odd teen. I, I think it's odds until it's 21. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's the it's the song of all of the odds, for sure. <laughs> Did you like it? Tell me, is there anything you could add? Wow, we're uh, almost out you, of the odds, I just realized. Oh, thank goodness. If you, could, if you could give me, like, a few bars to throw some diss track down, <laughs> I would appreciate that. But besides that, it's good. Who would you direct your diss track to, Delman? I would like, I'd I'd make it very specific, but not call anyone out. <laughs> but I'd make it like strategic enough that everyone thought it was about. Them. <laughs> would it be about like a restaurant that fucked up your order or something? Or Elliot? <laughs> it would be so clever that both those people would be. <laughs> oh, it would offend Elliot and all restaurants. Elliot would come over to me the next day and be like, "I think Del, I think Delman yeah. made a diss track." Hey, did you hear this? But yeah, I can't and, then, tell. and then next time you go to a restaurant, they're like, "Is Delman okay?" I didn't <laughs> Elliot's like, "This is either definitely about me or the Olive Garden." Every restaurant you go to from now on will say, "Sir, we have the the best table in the house for you." <laughs> 
That's good riding when you don't know if the diss track is about you or the all of Yeah, that's what yeah. you want. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about, while I have you, Delman, a little bit about the aughts? One, one second. You had one thing. All right. What were you saying? Can we talk for just a second about the aughts together? Uh, yeah, let's talk about the aughts. My grandma was born in 1918. That's a that's 100 years ago. Wow, 1918. So she wasn't even yeah. born in an aught. Well, I mean, if we're considering this or not, are you just saying 1900 to 1909? Her sister would be your great aunt. I'm saying yes. 1900 to 1909 would be an okay. aunt. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, but she is, but she's lived through many aunts. She lived through many years. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, where we are, we are at now. Twenty. We're at. Uh, twenty eighteen. We're at twenty eighteen. Wow. So maybe we're out of the aunts. Yeah, I think we've been out for eight years. Because we can't say two aught eighteen. No, that that'd be weird. What do you call? Wow, it? we're out of the aughts. I I, I feel know the aughts were weird for me. You know, the aughts were weird for me too because I didn't get a chance to really utilize the aught. I I, I, get, I utilized it a little, but that was back when I was really weird, and so everyone's like, "Why does this guy keep saying aught five all the time?" You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I w- we're technically we're graduating and not five. They're like, get out of here, weirdo! Don't play in, the band. in your expert opinion, Andrew Delman, do you think yeah. we'll ever return to an ought in our lifetime? Will we experience another ought? I mean, us? It, no, no, we're not healthy enough. We would, pro- you know, we would be what a hundred and old. We'd be a hundred and old. Yeah, hundred and twelve at least. I think between the three of us. Amongst the three of us, you would be yeah. the, the most possible to reach the odds again. Yeah, I, I maybe because my grandma's still alive, but that's just a maybe. You, grandma, f- you figure out what she's doing. She's doing backflips still. She swims every day. She's a hundred, about to be a hundred and one. I'm gonna go make lavash with her tomorrow. Oh hell yeah, wow, man. lavash! That's what you do, man. Yeah, backflips and swimming. <laughs> that's what you do. She's like, I need someone to help me roll out, roll all the dough out. I'm like, I'm there for you. Did your grandma make the best lavash? Yeah, she's a great baker. She's amazing at, at, at baking. She got a good angel pie, good lavash, a lot of Jewish food. Well, we're not here to have you plug anything, Delman, so... Would that taste good yeah. to maybe a Christian boy? What'd you say? Would, does Jewish food taste good to Christians, or does it taste different? No, not to Christians. No, it, <laughs> it, it tastes like poison to Christians. <laughs> well, it's very salty to them. <laughs> it's just the tears, and we remember the suffering of our people. To them, it's just right. salty. Well, it's called. A, it's got an old Jew hex on it. Well, I mean, it's not really a hex, you know. We don't call it. That. <laughs> we don't call it that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More what? of a blessing, really. What are your thoughts on Sasha Baron Cohen, Delman? I mean, I don't. I don't have many thoughts on him. I haven't. I don't have Showtime, so sadly, I'm not caught up. But uh, so I'm going off like old Borat days, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. What were your thoughts on the old Borat days of Sasha Baron Cohen? I used to love singing "Throw the Jew Down the Well." Yeah, like, I was all about it. It's but, a great. Um, it's a I funny song. Forgot about that. Well, song. It, when that first came out, I thought it was genius, and then and then you know it's hard to it's hard to keep that going when you're so famous. But I thought the movie Borat was funny, and then the other two were fine. But you know, I like him. I think what he does is brave and kind of crazy. I would I like say that. in the in the kind of like if we go in through the archives of like comedians doing songs in movies. <laughs> <laughs> go on. 
<laughs> Which is a genre we're all familiar oh, with. Yeah, you got Bing yeah. Gordon. <laughs> Red buttons. No, I mean, we got... <laughs> we, uh... We no, it's really we got Mike Myers as Doctor Evil singing just the two of us. Right, which is absolutely. I mean, come on, it's timeless. Uh-huh. But yeah. but really, like when you we th- got springtime for Hitler. We got springtime for Hitler. Yes. We got throw the Jew down the well. We've got Adam yeah. Sandler doing all sorts of shit, mm-hmm. probably. Andy Bernard what, singing what's that one your song. Favorite one. What's my? Well, I think I was about to. I think I think. The Sasha Baron Cohen throw the Jew down the well is the funniest one because even if you think I about think- like uh, 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 Uncle Fucker and things like that, like you know the songs that like I guess that's not necessarily comedians singing a song in a yeah, movie. Huh? I, just because they're cartoons doesn't mean they're not comedians. I'm just I guess we're just if we're talking about kind of like novelty meant to be crude music, like mine would be a deep cut. Mine would be a deep cut. Is it, it America? Be... Fuck yeah. No 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 it's uh. Real deep, Mandy Patinkin. Oh wow! <laughs> singing, y'all are brutalizing me. Oh, from, from Run, Ronnie, Run, Run, Ronnie, Run, dude. Wow. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, I. Dude, he's butt naked. Yeah. I I I mean it's the re- it's really the only thing to remember from that movie. <laughs> but it's so worth it. Wow, I I haven't thought about that in so long. I just think of I think about that scene all the time, just because like they went through all that effort just for the fifteen seconds of that <laughs> scene, like to build a Broadway set to bring yeah. Mandy Patinkin to write a little musical, yeah, and then for him to be naked and then they're out, and I was like, that was genius. Well, and not it, the rest it, of the movie. Well, the rest was, of the movie was garbage. Yeah. Well, it was okay. I had fun moments, but yeah, that that moment's genius. I'd watch it again for the sake of the my respect for all those comedians. Um, but who wrote it? All seventeen of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember in that movie Jack Black did a Broadway thing too? Uh, did he in that in that movie? Yeah, well? in that movie, it was called Kick in the Cunt. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a Mary Poppins chimney yeah, sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like animated. Squirrels. Yeah, there's little squirrels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, All right, Mike. What's what your thing? I know it is timeless. <laughs> Uh, I like when Rosie O'Donnell sang the Rockford Peaches theme song in uh, League of Their Own. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're the members of the All-American team. We come from cities near and far. Two, three. Got Canadians. (laughs) Hey, Irish ones and Swedes. We're one for all. We're all for one. We're All-American. Each girl stands, her head so proudly high, her motto do or die. And then Betty Spaghetti's husband dies. And I thought for most of the time that it was a league of their own. Like I didn't realize they were two different movies. Which one? Major League and a League of Their Own? Now and then and a League of Their Own. I always get a League of Their Own, Major League. Yeah. Field of Dreams <laughs> Any movie and Police that. Academy mixed up. <laughs> the, the rookie, the rookie. Yeah, and uh, what's the one uh, most valuable primate? Yeah, and Angels in the Outfield. And Angels in the Outfield. Mm-hmm. And Ladybugs. Yes. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember that movie with Matt LeBlanc and a monkey? Rudy. Dunstan checks in. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what I think it was called: Most Valuable Primate. Oh yes, yes, yes. MVP. 
Yes, yes, I remember the cover at least. Yeah, I get all the airbuds mixed up. I there's there's seventy three of them, so it's okay you get those mixed up. Holy shit! No, maybe it's not MVP. What is it called? I I I think I think you're. I mean, that was it. Sounded good. I just looked it up. It's not, and I'm sorry, and I got to do this. I'm I'm sorry. I like Delman with the Dunstan checks in. That's so good. That was with Jason Alexander. Mm -hmm. That was. Oh man, guys! I have a theory that Jason Alexander is only has only ever been funny on Seinfeld and nothing else. Um, I I, mean, I dare you to t- to show me anything he's done where you've laughed out loud other than Seinfeld. Yeah, I guess Curb, but that's just Seinfeld point two point oh. Right, and even on Curb, yeah, it's he's Larry. Kind of it, a dick, yeah, yeah, and it's Larry gu- guiding him again, like he was yeah. on Seinfeld. Yeah, I don't know. I'll don't give know. the audience that that. Uh, he was. I mean, was he good in that movie where he was like the voice of a gargoyle? You're talking about uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, now, let's just move it's on Hunchback of it is Hunchback of Notre Dame, and then I just watched it again. And that movie is pretty intense. He's no, he's not funny at all. Do you remember when Jason yeah. Alexander was the parrot in Aladdin? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the movie was called Ed. All right, well, Delman, oh Matt LeBlanc, 1996. I think you had a really good title. Like, if you were working back then, MVP, I mean, MVP Most Valuable Primate, is better than Ed. I know, man. Maybe what that was the tagline. <laughs> the tagline is MVP, <laughs> Most Valuable oh, yeah. Primate. It might have been. Yeah. Oh, no. Are you, are you ready for what taglines they used? You kids gonna love this. <laughs> Heroes come in all shapes and sizes. That's nice. That's every tagline. That's so nice. And then listen to this tagline: Minor league, major friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bad. I'm so mad at that. I mean, if that tagline doesn't rope you in. <laughs> uh, see, this is man. Like some people, it's, people made millions off of that. Oh, and absolutely. I have to go let Joe Beretta into the Valley Folk building. So hang on. Will you keep talking to Delman, Mike? Yeah. Delman, what are you keep doing? Keep wasting right his now? time. Yeah. I'm uh, just trying to take I, your time away from important things. I was just learning how to make Instagram stories look better. Well, how do you do that? You got to use about 15 different apps per story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to build up my numbers, you know? Oh, so everyone really, listening really to this right now, what's your, well, your first problem is that your name isn't your name. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, go I follow Delman. Like I'm, I'm in so deep at this point yeah. that if I changed it, everything would, like, crumble. That's so, what I think. So go follow Delman at, at Andrew Delman. On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> and, then, and then not on Instagram. What is it on Instagram? Local one way. Local one Can way. Can you explain I the used local to work one way? On a Penske truck moving boxes, and that's what it said on the set. Local one way. And when you're young and you're like, I could have a band. That was like the <laughs> name. And that was just like all the screen names I ever had. Yeah. And you know, I just never knew what I was doing in the social media game until I started dating Lee. And she's like, That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. I'm like, It's staying. Yeah. Right? It's always been that way. My I... first AIM name was Chris Caraba One. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Ed Fan 2002. <laughs> MVP Ed. MVP. Oh shit. Mine was Major Friendship 1999. 
your friendship. Reporting was, for duty. My first one was Super Chicken Man 4, but that, I grew out of that. You, you ready for out? mine? Seriously? You're not him anymore? Mine yeah, was Super Chicken Man 4 at Hotmail.com. <laughs> mine was Jedi Knight 2. Oh, God. <laughs> my, my first one was but Knight was spelled N-I-T-E. Of course it was. It was spelled N-I-T-E. How many capital letters in the middle of that? No capitals, baby. That's one. That's a one. Get out of here with those capitalized the X. Uh, <laughs> X for no reason capitalized. Yeah, the X, the two X's at the beginning and at the end. <laughs> yes, that's it. Delman, um, before we let you go, what? Just really quick, what are your thoughts on Belkin products? Um, I mean, it just depends on what you're gonna get. I've only had fairly bad experiences uh, with their products. Uh, you know, they're always on the cutting edge of something that you want, but then you get it and it doesn't really work right. They really do try to 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 come out with a a more uh, money friendly version of a high end. Electronic. Yeah, like, I bought that stupid thing for the iPhone where it's like you're supposed to just lay it on there and it'll charge it. Yeah. And it's like so specific. Like if I put it off a little bit, then my phone's dead in the morning. And then I also bought those Wemo remotes, which is like you plug them into the wall and then you should be able to control all the remotes from your phone. And it just turns into like a shit show where I'm screaming at the wall. It's bad like, news. Turn on. Turn red. Turn on. <laughs> I had a Belkin. I had a Belkin tape adapter. Remember tape adapters? You, oh, yeah. You those put them in. Solid. Yeah, my, those my were. truck still has one. <laughs> For those youngins listening to the podcast, a tape adapter is literally a cassette tape with a fucking quarter inch wire hanging out of it. And you stick it into your tape deck and then you plug that wire into like your little stereo. Go ahead your and explain MP3. what a tape deck is. <laughs> yeah. Well. I still have the tape deck stuck in there, but my new phone doesn't take the input, so it's just a dangle. <laughs> you got you just, one da- John Dangle. You got a Belkin I Dangle. Got John dangle. <laughs> That's all I'm allowed to play. My That's girlfriend crazy. does the Belkin Dangle on stage <laughs> at Booty LA. <laughs> um, all right, Delman. <laughs> Well, it was great talking to you and bothering you this morning. We love you very much. And, uh, yeah, we just wanted to have a good talk with you. That's all. Are there any joke premises you want to workshop before you get out of here? I mean, there are a lot, but uh, I don't know if we'll get anywhere with them. Uh, they're, pretty, they're pretty deep cuts. So. I don't know. A lot of people who listen to this are funnier. Why don't than you give us a, just a good one-liner to, to head you out? I don't have one line. I don't do. Yeah, don't he doesn't. Have, he tells little stories. Okay. I tell. I tell long, long <clears throat> stories that slowly need to be chopped away. Well, maybe I work on your one-liners. Things. What's that? I said maybe work on your one-liners. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna work on my one-liners. <laughs> Call us back in a couple minutes with a one-liner. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right. <laughs> see you later. All right, see you, Del. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. What a good, good boy. boy. Yeah, that's how you know it's true. Because we both it say it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, what what time are we at right now? Uh, we're at thirty forty eight. Let's do our first sponsor, huh? Okay, great. How about that, Mike? I think that'd be great. Hey. For some reason, the sorry, go ahead. No, I said, hey, how about that? Is what I was gonna say. Oh, and then I was very receptive to it, and even looking forward to it a little bit. <laughs> Me too, man. Thank you I about it. <laughs> All right, let's try this little track here. Oh, oh yeah! All right, like I'm running real fast in a video game track and field guys uh how about a word from our sponsor squarespace a guy saying quack roller coaster sounds 
Guys, Mike Falzone and I are big fans of Squarespace. They've mm-hmm. been a proud sponsor of Dynamic Banter for quite some time now. You know that we would not fill your goddamn ears with a bad sponsor. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And if we did, it would only be because we we're trying to make money. And mm-hmm. I hope you understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Squarespace is not one of those. And when we do read one, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> the other sponsors we only the best part about about the sponsor spots are the fact that we, here's how this works when we're done reading the sponsor spot uh-huh. we chop it out and we send that to the to the sponsors yes. or we send that to our middleman to headgum they'll hear all of this no well yeah they'll hear the part we give them but yeah. they're not going to listen to the fucking podcast. Oh, no, but I'm the person in charge of giving it to them. So they will hear all of it. Oh, them. so you're going to send them the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> here's your ad spot. Yeah, here's your hour and a half long clip of your of your sponsor spot. I just want you all to know that I say without consequence that there are some there will be sponsors <laughs> that we do not like. <laughs> and you and we take for the for simply <laughs> the sake of making money. We will put our art at risk of being Uncredible. Yeah, we will. We will ad- blatantly admit to you that we are shills, <laughs> human shills, sea shills that will jump for a paycheck. Yeah. I'll say literally anything on this podcast. She sells seashells <laughs> by our seashore. <laughs> Let's go to the seashore. If there's one thing that's for sure. It's that Squarespace will help you make a great, good-looking, award-winning uh, website today. Does anyone say Seashore? I don't think so. Just that. Just whoever wrote that limerick. I love... No, she sells seashells by the seashore. Well, they do say Seashore in that. Right. Okay. That's the one and only time it's I'm going to start happened. calling it the Seashore. You want to go down to the Jersey Seashore? Dude, we're having a little uh, cookout at the Seashore. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's lived in the middle of the country all of his uh-huh. life doesn't know what to call it. Guys, Squarespace, we love Squarespace. <laughs> wow, they're, they're grooving. <laughs> that little electronic band is pumping on all cylinders tonight. Is that it? Is that the end of it? <laughs> Tiny little reggae man. <laughs> I'm picturing like little pixelated. going to be a riot. <laughs> Guys, here's the thing. Here's Actually, here's the things you can do with Squarespace. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a website. Make your website iree with Squarespace. <laughs> Everything going to be a riot <laughs> with Squarespace. Showcase your work, blog or publish your content, guys. You can sell stuff. You can you can promote stuff. If you can think of it, you can make it with Squarespace, guys. You know this. MikeFalzone.com is a Squarespace site. Check it out to see what Squarespace sites look like. Steve, what if you're like, I can't design this myself and have it look halfway decent? Guess what? What? Mike. I'm asking there you. There are award-winning <laughs> templates. Okay. That sounds like a good start. And it's so easy. You can do it from your phone. Build what a kind website of from your award phone. does a template win? <laughs> the templies. The tempies. 
The platies. <laughs> the platelets. <laughs> Welcome to the 10th annual platelets. <laughs> Welcome to the plate awards. Here we have our two time champion, Basic Two. <laughs> and the award goes to several squares and colors. <laughs> Animated squares and menus. <laughs> Takes it this year. And the lower third award goes to... <laughs> the bold version of your favorite font. Rockwell. Rockwell bold. Anyway, guys, Squarespace is just great. It's very easy to do and use. So go to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code BANTER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain at squarespace.com slash banter. Destiny's calling. It says you need a new website. Make it Squarespace. Thank you for the call, for the reminder, Destiny. <laughs> Guess what, Mike? What, Steve? It's game time! Game time, who? It's game time! Game time, who? It's game time! Who? <laughs> Mike, it's game time! Game time, who? Game time is just the top destination for last-minute tickets to live events, sports, music, and all kinds of shows. Over 8 million people across the U.S. and Canada are already using the app, guys. Unlike traditional ticketing companies who overwhelm you with so many choices and steps, the Game Time app shows you mm, only the best values and makes buying tickets incredibly fast and easy. You can check out in two taps, and tickets are sent directly to your phone, guys. And to make selecting tickets even easier game time shows you an actual high-res photo of the view from your seat oh awesome That's... somebody had to go around and take a picture in every seat in <laughs> but every you know arena. what they did that hard work so that you could have that feature Provide on the, the game best time. possible experience here's some sample comments about the app this app completely changes the experience of buying tickets to games and concerts and that's just the sample comment we all know ticket prices uh, for some of those concerts and baseball games can go down right at the last minute. Game time makes it easy to get these last minute deals. And everything's handled right on your phone. They even have real high res photos of your view to make selected tickets even easier, guys. Boss <laughs> <laughs> uh. level. This is the boss level. Fight the boss. Make him blink red. This is the boss <laughs> But he won't blink red until he's dead. Every single no, boss has a little red. tiny secret that you gotta figure out. Learn the patterns. Patterns. <laughs> Learn those patterns. Patterns. Learn the patterns. Learn the patterns hey, and hit hey. him. Hit him a bunch. Make him blink red. Make him blink lots. Right. Make him blink lots. Colors right. <laughs> Make sure you know that you hit him a lot. He'll start to blink. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> this is totally the boss. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy f. So guys, uh, here's here's what I'm gonna say about this. All right, for fifteen dollars off your first purchase on Game Time. <laughs> Game Time. Who? Visit usegametime.com/banter. And use the promo code BANTER. That's usegametime.com slash BANTER. 
promo code banter. That's U-S-E-G-A-M-E-T-I-M-E dot com <laughs> slash banter. See yourself a show. 15 bucks off. That's your, great. Your show or your baseball game. 15 bucks off already discounted tickets. Uh, Go so enjoy yourself. You. It's date night. Thank you so much to game time. Take yourself out on a date night. Do we have one more? <laughs> <laughs> Doing the worried look right before is <laughs> not good. That's not the that's not the spot for the worried face. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 oh boy. <laughs> Guys, uh, and our final sponsor today for Dynamic Banter is My Bookie. My Bookie. <laughs> hey, Mike, where's My Bookie? I, I'm guessing you're going to uh, read about it and tell, let us know. You know, uh, ever since I started this podcast myself, not Mike, people have been asking me for advice. <laughs> Usually it's what team to bet on this week. I've asked you. Personally, I've asked you. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. And neither do you. I've never claimed to. Only our Lord God knows who's going to win. <laughs> but if you think you know who's going to win, you got to check out my bookie. Now, remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie whenever they ask. Trust me, guys. They are your best bet. <laughs> Hey, trust me when I say that my bookie is your best bet this season. They've been in business for years and have great reviews online and their mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. There's basically two tiers to this system. You've heard about them on the Bill Simmons podcast. You play. They pay. That's absolutely right. You win. No, it's you win. You win, <laughs> I'll pay. I'll, I'll personally pay. That's why you got to go check out my bookie. You win, they pay, guys. They, they have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy players out there, and you know who you are. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Nice. Nice. So join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use that promo code BANTER to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online to, to a day. That's M Y B O O K I E M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use that promo code BANTER when creating your account to claim the bonus. That's mybookie.com. <laughs> promo code BANTER. You play, you win, you get paid. It's that easy, you schmuck. You like money or no? Hey, quick question. You like money? <laughs> I guess that'd be technically two questions. Or no. <laughs> hey, one word. You like money? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to our sponsors. Oh, my sweet goodness. How you doing, Mike? Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, please. Down the street from this office. Yeah. There's uh -oh. a sign on a telephone pole. I think I know what you're going to talk about, and I love it so I've been much. talking about it every night on stage since I saw it. I, uh, I instantly could not stop thinking about it the first time I saw it. Yeah. 
I just couldn't. Yeah. At least for that day. I it, couldn't stop thinking about it. Because there's a lot to think about. Go ahead and tell the audience. What, what we're, we're talking, talking about, about here is is maybe you've seen a lost dog sign here and there. <laughs> and there round about your neighborhood. This was similar but different. Henry. Henry is a small brown dog. Sure. You if you've seen this brown dog, give us a call. Give us a call. Reward. We'll talk about our my lost dog. <laughs> give me a call if you think you've if you think about lost dogs. <laughs> We could talk about lost dogs. If you've seen someone with a dog walking a dog that looks like my dog, <laughs> call me and we'll talk about it. We can talk about that. I'll give you a fifty dollars <laughs> if we talk about my dog. <laughs> but if we complete the talk, right? There's a reward if you call me to talk about my lost dog. <laughs> <laughs> what if you put that sign up and said, "Call I me, absolutely will call tomorrow. me about my lost dog." Ask me about my lost dog. Fifty dollars. <laughs> I will PayPal you $50. And it's just a picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> like with a phone. Yeah. <laughs> a landline waiting for your call. Um, this poster was a lost parakeet poster. <laughs> it really was. And it, it really is. It goes back and forth from being simultaneously the funniest thing I've ever seen and the saddest thing ever. Because there is someone who lost their parakeet. Posters. Yeah. And it's very sad that Picasso is no longer with us. Yeah. Or with him. Is Picasso the name of the bird? Picasso's the name of the bird. Okay. But it's also like, if your bird gets out <laughs> of your, we'll say, apartment. Yeah. Flies out the window. Cages next to the window because you at least want the bird to see what it's missing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and I'm not saying having a bird is... Wrong. I will. Have a bird. I'll say it. Okay. Birds bring a lot of people joy, Steve. Of course. And you want to you know capture else brings them, people you a lot of joy. joy. Mike, you know what else does? Freedom. <laughs> Freedom brings people a brings lot of joy. Brings people joy. <laughs> there is no proven science that says... Freedom gives parakeets. There's joy. nothing in the Constitution about parakeets. The only living proof we have that parakeets would rather have freedom is this bird not coming back to this. Country. That's the only proof we've ever had in the history of birds. So, <laughs> scientists have been studying this yeah. this exact incident, and they're like, you know what, fellas? I think these birds like to be out of cages. Well, based on what, sir? Well, based on the fact that this bird has not come back. Okay, can't argue with that. That's science. Case closed. Let's close the book on science. Here's the thing, Mike. Two things. Number one, <laughs> they did you know? Probably not. <laughs> that birds get their wings clipped. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah, so they can't uh, So they can't fly. So they can't do what that one did. <laughs> yeah. Did you know they That's get their, part of why they are They get their wings clipped for this specific reason. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to make a poster. Right. So it's this a, it's person a, it's a paper saving technique. It is a paper saving. It's a it's it's saving the environment. Absolutely. Lower their carbon footprint by cutting off their wings a little bit. Just trim the most important part of a bird's wing. For your family. That's like if humans <laughs> were were <laughs> were uh, pets and they'd cut off our ankles. Yeah, no, they just slice the Achilles heel. Oh God. There you go. I don't like it. Just we'll just clip it. I don't But, but you know what I we'll call like it? it? We'll clip it. Because it's nicer to say clip and not completely Right. It doesn't sound like it hurts as bad. Um 
but do you think that bird is like it makes me sad it makes me a little sad which part all of it because <laughs> it's a very sad situation well i mean um I'd, I'd say most of it you think that bird is like i'd rather be in the apartment than the sky i've had the sky <laughs> I think I've exhausted the sky this weekend. What is this? Come on down to Joey's Bird Emporium. <laughs> we got you, birds. You gonna give your boy a bird? <laughs> you gonna give your boy a bird for Christmas? Did your kid ask for a video game, but you want to give him a bird instead? Do you want to teach your children about uh, uh, captivity <laughs> and loud sounds? Get your boy or girl a bird. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Uh, this is what we're gonna do for you when you buy the bird. We're gonna give that. We're gonna make the bird not able to fly <laughs> for your family. So you can look at it while you're eating dinner. You can look at that bird all day, and it won't fly. <laughs> Guarantee our birds don't fly. Really, what that guy should do is is that guy should go to a shop where guaranteed their birds won't fly. <laughs> that's that's this guy's next trip. Come down to Jerry's Bird Emporium. Our birds don't fly. <laughs> You get there, it's just a bunch of gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? None of these things will fly. Um, the, it is it is like a really break your heart, fly away. It's, it it made me it made me it made it tickled me to see those. There's a those posters are all over Sherman Oaks. Right. Well, this is the the search area then. This tr we've triangulated the position I mean, that's of the, the bird. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, what do you think? Like, is that person out there going like, Picasso! <laughs> Hold up. I can't do it loud. Fuck, I can't I do it loud. <laughs> Picasso! But can you look up if they come back? Look up if they come back. Okay. Because right. I think it's worth knowing. And I think if we have a platform... We should absolutely be able to at least educate ourselves live on the air. Do parakeets come back? Guaranteed the first line is not if you have their wings. Clipped. <laughs> Dude, imagine a parakeet escaping with their wings clipped, like just like, gets fed up and gets their little little fedora and little briefcase and walks out the front door. Here's some information. Here's some information I just found out, Mike. Uh, there's an there's a <laughs> There's a question here on Google, and it says, do birds recognize their owners? Okay. And I'm going to read to you what it says. It says, birds can recognize people's faces and know their voices. New research suggests that some birds may know who their human friends are as they're able <laughs> and who to, their human enemies are. As they're able to recognize people's faces and differentiate between human voices. Uh, research also suggests that birds uh, want to fly. <laughs> right under the name recognition thing, huh? <laughs> Facial recognition. 
can pet birds survive in the wild? It is possible for love birds to survive in the wild because their love is so strong. <laughs> they use it to, to warm them in the lonely nights. Did you know that the Beatles wrote All You Need Is Love about love birds <laughs> surviving in the wild? <laughs> I hear that your, op- your owner left open the window. <laughs> Is it possible for lovebirds to survive in the wild? It is possible, especially if he has been fed. Okay, well, yeah, you can just assume. Especially if he has been fed a variety of foods and native plants while in captivity. It is very hard out there (laughs) (laughs) to find a job. But lovebirds are usually quite aggressive species and so can defend themselves quite well. What they're saying is these birds are very smart, they're intelligent, and they love to have their wings clipped. What we have research has found that birds absolutely love not being able to fly. <laughs> they love it. They love not being able to fly for miles they and miles. <laughs> the research suggests birds hate landing in any tree they want. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> Here's another little fact. Let's hear it. Uh, birds don't experience FOMO. <laughs> Your bird will not miss out on anything <laughs> they if it's in a cage. They can't miss the south if they can't migrate down south. <laughs> <laughs> they will not miss their friends. <laughs> they will not miss the, abil- the ability to mate and build a nest. But they will recognize two or three of your human different voices, <laughs> especially the person who clipped the wings. Here's the thing. They <laughs> That's the true fact. The bird does not forget who clipped their wings. And here's the thing. If your bird flies away, you can guarantee it'll remember your face. <laughs> Did you know that the first thing a bird does <laughs> is remembers your face? When it flies away. Is it finds your worst enemy and it tells them where you live. <laughs> 43 Arbor Court. 43. 43 Arbor Court. Ah, see me valley. Ah, see me valley. What's the zip code, little bird? 90035. <laughs> it gives you the eight, the eight character zip code. Uh... Mm. Yeah, Picasso's gonna be watching you while you sleep, lady. Holy shit, Picasso's looking the outside the window with a big knife. He's having a three-way with some hummingbirds right now. The SprucePets.com has <laughs> an answer. A big knife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Flapping the wings furiously with a big knife in its beak. <laughs> Mike, let's talk a little bit about. Um, <laughs> let's read. Let's read this. Let's read this information here. What would it even do with the knife if he got in? <laughs> Let's read a little bit about what it says here <laughs> on the sprucepets.com. <coughs> what to do if your bird flies away? For most owners, the thought of their bird flying away is their worst nightmare. I was just giving the editors enough time to show a little of what their worst nightmare would be. 
If a pet happens to fly away, it's potentially it's a dangerous situation. A domesticated bird uh, is going to get eaten the fuck up by a cat. <laughs> now, for most owners, the thought of their pet bird flying away is their worst nightmare. The best way to prevent your pet from flying away is to be diligent in your wing trimming practices. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't stop until you've taken the whole wing off. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to want to cut down to the rut. <laughs> Mike, you need to look I'll at tell this. You what right now. If you cut the bird's head off, that thing ain't going You might have blown it. <laughs> that bird will go. That bird will never fly. That bird will never think about your face again. <laughs> Like, look at this. Look at this picture here. It says how to clip your bird's wings. No, you're not supposed to do it, are you? Look at this fucking picture. The head scissors? How happy is that bird, you think? Well, it's smiling, kind of. I heard it doesn't hurt, though. <laughs> Did a bird tell you that? <laughs> no, to be fair. No. <laughs> to be fair, a human told me that. <clears throat> Clipping oh, your bird's wings can seem like a daunting <laughs> task. And indeed, it takes patience and practice to master. In the wrong hands, wing clipping can be a bit risky. <coughs> but if you have a steady hand and are good at following directions, you should be able to minimize any hazards. Oh, God. Minimize, a, not even eliminate. Minimize. There are two birds that look exactly like us somewhere that yeah. are reading the human version of this <laughs> and they're like cutting off your human's legs may seem like a daunting task especially because you're a bird indeed it takes patience and practice in the wrong wings leg oh. cutting could be a bit risky <laughs> i love that the first step of <laughs> clipping your bird's wings is to fetch your bird first aid kit Fetch the spare wings, just in case. Here's the first step of if your bird flies away. Act quickly if a bird escapes. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good advice. <laughs> don't slow down when your bird leaves. <laughs> don't, don't put everything on it. <laughs> Make sure you, you don't use up all your energy. Yeah, don't go about your day if your bird escapes. You're not going to want to. You're going to want to. <laughs> I want a trip to Jamba Juice if your birds. <laughs> I wish Kevin wasn't working for the Valley folk right now, so he could make a video. Out of so I he could make to, our show better. Because I'd love to see a guy like watch his bird fly out the window and then just like slowly turn around and start to like walk <laughs> to go get his bird. And uh, Andy, no, that's the bird's name. Is Andy? Andy, no. Andy, no. Damn it. Timing is critical. You must act. <laughs> Listen to this sentence, Mike. Timing is critical when you're dealing with a flyaway pet bird. <laughs> a flyaway pet bird? That's two people out loud singing. That's two people out loud singing. You know which bird I like is those flyaway up high birds. You must act the moment <laughs> that you discover your bird is missing to have the best possible chances of recovery. You got to be fast. If you want to catch a bird, <laughs> we're talking Superman like you got to get you. Listen, if you see your bird fly out the window, no, most important step, 
is to the second you see that happen is to do something. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get him back, you're gonna want It doesn't really matter what you do, <laughs> as long as, as, long as it's fast. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's gonna be the best, the best possible chance of recovery is being fast. If, if your bird flies out the window, but you're also a little bit hungry, make a sandwich. If we're dealing, <laughs> if we're dealing with birds, scan any trees and other obvious perches on your property and surrounding properties. If you can see your bird anywhere, a bird might want to hang out. Here's the listen to the. <laughs> Birds like trees. Listen, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna mince words here. Birds like trees. Look up in a tree to find your bird. <laughs> if you want to sh- find your bird, be sure to check nicer apartments with open windows. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, Mike. If you can see your bird and get it to see you, it may fly back to you. <laughs> Can Your you bird is at what we would call a decision point. <laughs> the bird's like, can you imagine the bird up on the on the branch and it's yeah. like uh. looking up at the tree? This is my whole thing. <laughs> this then, is my whole thing. And then looking down at the guy <laughs> <laughs> who's like <laughs> Chrissy! 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 And you're looking <laughs> Chrissy, it's me, the guy who clipped your wings. (laughs) Chrissy, it's the guy who clipped your wings and gives you like three corns a day. Three corns. You tell me you're going to find three corns in the wild? Hey, good luck finding three corns. You'll find two. Maybe two corns. After everything I did for you. I clipped your wings. I it gave was, you corns. It, you have no idea how dangerous it was for me to clip your wings. And I learned. I took the time. <laughs> and then as soon as you left, Chrissy, I acted fast. <laughs> Did you see how fast I ran out here? When I saw that this bird I own flew out a window? Oh. In some cases, a bird may be in shock or be too afraid to move very much. <laughs> they might be in shock for how big the world actually is. <laughs> At first, they can't believe how how big the world is. Well, first, they can't believe that the person who feeds them would clip their wings. <laughs> they had a long time to think about that one. Now they're outside. They had plenty of time to think about that one, Mike. The second your bird goes outside, it may be it may be amazed at how big that cage is. <laughs> then it discovers the real cage. <laughs> then it discovers the cage within itself. Within all of us. <laughs> the bird also recognizes the cage within all of us. And as luck would have it, we've had our wings clipped the entire time. <laughs> He, yeah, the bird just looks back and goes like, "Hey, buddy, you're the one with the wings," and then he flies up. Laser asshole. Yeah, around his head. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Who can't fly now? <laughs> Clip your wings, bitch. Now, in those instances, be sure to keep a close eye on the bird as you try to work out a plan for his retrieval. 
Maintaining visual contact is imperative for the best chances of getting your bird back. You got, Hold on. You got people to see that thing if you're going to get it. One of the most important steps is to see the thing you're trying to get. One of, yeah. If you want to get the thing that you want back, yeah. you're going to want to see it. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you chasing love or are you chasing a bird? One of them you can see <laughs> and easily keep your eye on. Uh, now here's the deal. Here's retrieving a bird after. Dude, what if flight. as we're doing this, bit, <laughs> Picasso, <laughs> Picasso specifically sits on the windowsill outside of the window we can't open, and, he's, and he gives us one of those like, <laughs> <laughs> a little human being nod. Listen, no one's out here fighting for us, boys. <laughs> Why are you smoking? <laughs> Where'd you learn to hold a cigar? I was in a terrible environment. Now, here's what they say, how to retrieve, retrieve a bird after a flyaway. It says, place your bird's cage near the side of the flyaway. <laughs> Try to entice your bird with its tiny prison. <laughs> if you <laughs> remember this, remember good we had it. Sissy, Sissy, it want to be in here. <laughs> Out the beautiful window with like the birds chirping outside yeah. and you butterflies. Don't, don't and... Be out here. <laughs> it's gross. Oh, it's gross out here. You could get eaten by a snake. I got a fan. <laughs> <laughs> got a fan? Dude, we're watching Murder She Wrote tonight. You're not gonna watch Murder She Wrote tonight. They don't get Murder She Wrote in trees. You put that goddamn blanket over my cage while you watch Murder She Wrote, you little shit. I promise I won't put the blanket over the cage. <laughs> Nobody's putting a blanket over my cage out here, <laughs> asshole. Now, if your bird flies out through your front door, for example, <laughs> try placing the cage on your porch or doorstep. Try closing the door. <laughs> <laughs> Many times a bird will return to his cage if it's visible because it has Stockholm Syndrome. I think capitalism is the blanket on the cage. The proverbial blanket <laughs> on the cage. The cage will represent comfort and security compared to the disorienting wild outdoor. <laughs> this, all this room is disorienting. What? It's almost like if there's a threat, this I'll be able insane. to fly away from it. <laughs> Dude, this is insane because if you think about this in terms of like humans, mm -hmm. like people that are like kept in like a closet for yeah. their whole life. This is going into the Matrix for the first time. Dude, it really is. Or it's escaping like, from the Have you ever seen that movie Room? Not the Tommy Wiseau. I thought you were going to say Matrix. No, Room. No, the it's one like, with Jennifer Lopez. It's like Brie Larson and uh, this little kid who's who like gained a bunch of popularity because he was so good in it. Mm -mm. But it's about this 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 woman who who uh, becomes pregnant by her captor and she's uh -huh. kept in this small room and she has this child in this small room and she raises this kid in a tiny room yeah and then they like escape they finally like get out and this kid is like what the fuck is this like, world now that you're old enough can you hoist me up to that window yeah get out of here <laughs> so but she's this like shit, i gotta birth a step stool but this shit really happens mike uh -huh. and so the way they're describing this shit for birds it's like kind of disturbing yeah because it's the same shit listen to this just listen to this and think of this in the terms of a a, a a captor trying to get their prisoner back listen to this again 
Many times, a bird will return to his cage if it's visible. The cage will represent comfort and security compared to the disorienting wild outdoors. Uh-huh. Make a peace offering. <laughs> Try putting samples of your bird's favorite tasty treats in or around his cage to lure him back home. Burn the blanket you would put over him during Murder, She Wrote, every night. Put three or four corns around the cage, and maybe your bird will come back for those corns. <laughs> the plural of corn. Try calling your bird. Why not? On its hey, cell. Hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> on its cell. Is that what it says? Does it say why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, then why not? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, what? how about this? Hey, try calling your bird. See if it recognizes its name. If you're unable to lure your pet back home with his cage or treats, you may try calling your bird by simply remaining in the area that he <laughs> is in and repeating familiar words. Like, I've got to clip your wings. <laughs> It's time to clip your wings! It also might be time to head on down to the pet shop and get an animal that doesn't fly. In some instances, it may entice your pet to fly down to you. Now, here we go, Mike. This is the sad part. May I bring the music the music down for a second here? <laughs> what, to do if, what to do if you can't retrieve your pet bird? You hear the little bird chirps? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes even the best recovery efforts fall short, so if you lose visual contact with your bird and can't find him, try not to get discouraged. Like it's a satellite. Post flyers with pictures and a description of your pet. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Take out an ad in the classifieds. Post a photo of him on your Facebook page and use every resource you can think of to spread the word that your bird is out into the free world. <laughs> Consider offering a reward for your safe's pet your pet's safe return. Finally, keep your bird from flying away is the final step in what to do if your bird flies away. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. If your bird flew away, why did you keep it from flying away? Yeah, that's like a old. That's like your your mother wrote this uh-huh. article. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. What does that mean? Especially when it comes to flyaway birds. <laughs> flyaway birds. <laughs> Not to be confused with stay-at-home birds. It's like calling us free humans. <laughs> you know, do you have one of those running humans? <laughs> running terrestrial? RT? <laughs> to help ensure that your pet doesn't get lost, make sure you keep his wings trimmed. Trim those wings. <laughs> Look your bird in the eyes as you trim its wings. Make sure it gets a good look at your face. <laughs> and if uh, if you're too squeamish <laughs> to clip the bird's wings, uh, I'll direct you, link you to this website. Amazon.com has some great deals on tiny shackles. <laughs> <laughs>
Now this here is a jacket for your bird, and it, what it does is is it uh, it buckles shut on the front, and it allows your bird to you know not use his scary wings. Also, uh, incredibly helpful if your bird is training to be a magician or is a little crazy. Make sure your doors and your windows are secured. Check his flight feathers. Check those flight feathers <laughs> off and to make sure he doesn't need to be reclipped. <laughs> you know those feathers that make them that make them able to fly? <laughs> Shred them up. <laughs> and you'll hopefully never need to worry about losing your bird again. Maybe sit and think if you ever really had a bird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you if you have a bird. This has bird? All right. We don't have time for History Road and, and all that shit. <laughs> We could blame Delman. <laughs> Mike, you got anything to plug, man? Yeah, man. Uh, Friends at Friends show, which Woo! you will be at we'll, on the 15th, which is next Saturday. And there's tickets for that on MikeFalzone.com or Eventbrite. Um, me and Steve will be in the great state of Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to be there. We're going to have poutine. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll be there from the 26th to the 30th. I'm also doing a, a bunch of stand-up shows, some of them with Elliot Morgan. That's that tall woman from the Valley Folk uh, in uh, both Toronto and Niagara Falls. There's tickets to that on MikeFalzone.com. Mike um, in the morning, every Tuesday and Friday. And also, there are new Dynamic Banter t-shirts. Uh, and uh, there's a little video coming out. Mm. Uh, about how they print the t-shirts so you can see them from from farm to cage mm. <laughs> these are these are cage-free grass-fed t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> make sure you clip the sleeves if you want to show <laughs> <laughs> i think that's pretty much it oh and i i put that song i put that you and me song on spotify oh i haven't listened yet i gotta i gotta put my mm. headphones in and give it a listen it's a good headphones or it's a good like Speaker on high. Cool. Open. Close. Highs. <laughs> Close highs. Open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's good. And I think you're going to be able to, like in the music section of Instagram, I think you're going to be able to do stuff with it. So you could do stuff with it. Also, if you uh, have the sponsorship thing for my YouTube channel, there's a join button underneath all my videos. If you click that, it's five bucks a month. You get like a free copy of my book and you get... Uh, some other stuff, but I just added that you get the You and Me song and a bunch of isolated tracks to use in your videos if you'd like. So, this is great news, Mike. I love all of that. I think that's great. I love that you're making music. Yeah. Again, uh, it's been a bit, right? Well, now I'm done. Now I'm done. Cool, man. Well, Last that's one. about it. That's all we wanted from you <laughs> to be officially <laughs> done. Um, but yeah, I wanted to thank you very much, Mike, for all of your participation in the um, in the podcast. And this was very fun, and you make it fun, and you were fun. Thanks, man, Mike. You are fun, also, and you make it fun. So, uh, 
Listening to Dynamic Banter. And we'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter. That was a HeadGum Podcast.